Hello, everybody. I hope you're doing well wherever you are listening to this episode. I'm pretty sure you are surprised why you're receiving episode at this time. Hello, surprise. We have a new segment and I'm very excited to be in a position to share this with you because I think it is much needed. It is going to be a segment that is going to be a favorite for a lot of you especially the very young blood. I sound old right now, but the very young blood, the ones that are very early in their careers, this is for you. But also if you're not early in your career, keep listening <laughs> because we want to have you. We want to have you chime in. I want this to be very interactive and very educational for both young and old, but we're very much targeting the young blood and introducing you to you the new segment and we are calling it emerging tech voices so yeah drum rolls amazing and <laughs> you're so excited to know that i'm not running solo i am running with two new hosts so we have not one but two hosts and my hopes and dreams as far as the sub segment is concerned is for early career women in tech to find space where they can relate and I think I have gone through some challenges. I've gone through some things that I've been excited about in my career. And I think I have something to share. I know I have something to share and educate, but I don't want to do that. I want to be in a position where a lot of young techies can actually talk to their young techies. So the hosts that I'm going to introduce to you right now are the very young techies. So introducing to you Mirendeni and Nlamulo. So I'm going to not introduce them to you myself because I will do injustice. I will have them introduce themselves. So hello Nlamulo, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Samulo Sitole and I am a graduate software developer. I recently started working this year and yeah I just love it here honestly Amazing. I love it here and I'm so excited for this new segment okay what do you do just for the sake of the podcast what do you do exactly in your you don't have to mention any companies because that comes with NDAs <laughs> <laughs> yeah you yeah, can tell I... us what you do <laughs> I code for a living, mostly websites and apps, and sometimes I do cloud computing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yes. Okay, let's go to Marendeni. Marendeni, take it over. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much, Lulani. I am Marendeni Baloyi, and I'm just excited for this new segment that we'll be having. Myself, I'm a data scientist, and... Yeah, looking forward to this journey, to all the information and the exciting times we'll have over here. Yeah, I've actually, thank you so much for the both of you for introducing yourself. I think this is a show that we are going to be all running all together. And I have already mentioned myself what my hopes and my dreams are. I really just want the early career woman to be able to find a place where they can relate and more than anything learn. And even the ones that are attempting to get into the space who are very young in the space for them to be able to relate and learn. Because this is our show, what are your hopes and dreams? All right. I am hoping 
to just take us through the different challenges, different things we can celebrate in the early years or our early moments as young professionals. I think it's really important for our success. Sometimes you feel like you had a you have a manual that you can follow in order to do things right and be successful in your career. But unfortunately, that is not happening. So I hope this cost or this segment will achieve that. Just give someone out there some sort of a guide. I guess a manual is not a more accurate way because we are not saying do it this way, but a more guide type of conversations that will pick up. And I believe they're going to be helpful. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that's great. Like a, a space where people can celebrate because I think we get stuck in the idea of talking about challenges all the time. Oh, this is challenging. This is what I encountered along the way. (laughs) (laughs) We forget that actually good things that are happening. The fact that you actually ventured into the space, it's also really amazing. But I also want us to be very realistic. I think in my opinion, if we can bring balance of sharing everything as raw as possible, as far as the space is concerned, then maybe we will be able to win the people who actually really want to be in the space. So yeah, yes. I'm looking forward to that. And what are your thoughts in Samlo? I'm just, I just wish I had this type of platform while growing up or while I was in university, because it's confusing when you're there, you don't know what you want. You don't know what you're good at. And these type of platforms help you navigate or help you see through these careers between these careers so I'm just glad that this platform is going to help students and other people who want to join the tech space yes amazing I very much agree with what you're saying Klamulo. the idea that the spaces like this didn't exist for a lot of us when we were starting off in our career is yeah it's something that I actually relate with because At the time when I started off my career, there was not a lot of even platforms that were women in tech related. I had to like search for a whole lot of them. And I'm very thankful that today we do have quite a number of those that are actually spaces or rather safer spaces for young women or young professionals who are in technology because I think we are bringing in women voices, but this is not necessarily experience of just women I don't want to structure it from that angle I I think it makes sense to have this as a young professional platform but this in this case is using young emerging voices within the space yeah in today's topic focuses on choosing your careers in tech I'm wondering what are the reasons you chose your career in tech what motivated you? Honestly, for me, I just landed in tech. I don't know how, but I just found myself in tech. I initially wanted to study accounting, but in January, everything was a mess. I didn't know what to register for and accounting put me on the waiting list. So I just got into tech and I guess I just fell in love with it. So most people, especially my coworkers, they always say, no, I don't know how I landed in tech. So I just, I'm just glad that there's people who relate to me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think this should just be 
one of the conversations we have, knowledge about tech is not as broad in the university spaces and actually yes. high school spaces where you start choosing career. I do agree. A lot of people just bound themselves <laughs> in tech. <laughs> yeah, because of one thing or the other. So I think this is one of the things that we should start thinking about in taking the knowledge to the relevant people. Yeah, I think at, at this point, we cannot blame the youth for the non-presence in the tech spaces, but let's uh, blame people who have gone ahead of us. <laughs> and, and... <laughs> For not sharing information. <laughs> True, because I knew nothing about tech. And I don't know how I applied for it. I just found it there on my portal. <laughs> and I registered for it. I don't know how. That's but, yeah. Like so, so, so this actually brings a question around, how do people actually search for careers? How do you stumble upon careers? Like, where does it start? It's about information. I remember in my high school, we had people coming only in my metric year, by the way. So you have mm -hmm. people coming from different universities and they're telling you about different careers. So most of the time, what they share is what as direction. So you pick what they are saying there and then you start making research on it. Yes, um, yes. The people that were coming to my high school, they were doing accounting, they were doing medicine, and those are the type of careers that I knew. The famous ones, engineering, and yeah, yeah, yeah. there aren't these tech ones. We we didn't have. We we're not exposed to that. Yeah, I that's this is actually very new information to me because I assumed that tech is in everyone's mouth. That in every I want to go into tech I want to do IT that's the thing that's one thing I, I normally hear people saying that I want to do IT and I'm like in my bubble where I think everybody actually has this information and they know exactly what they're going to be doing um, yeah. in there mm, I thought IT was fixing uh, laptops and computers I'm not gonna lie <laughs> 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 and, surprise, <it's> not <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, that's actually very true. A lot of people think that way, but mm -hmm. there is a group that is left behind. Okay. I would say that what you just said about kids in private schools, because they've got a subject called CAD and they're just doing computer yes. science with a mix of other things. Mm -hmm. But in most of the public schools, they are still struggling with that. Some of them do now, but others still don't. It's still the common life sciences, physical sciences, yeah. accounting, and you're like choosing a stream of subjects from there. And I, I think with the stream that you choose, there's like the common careers around there. Yeah. <laughs> so there's usually the accounting class and most of them, they just want to be CAs, right? Yes. And then there's that science group. They thinking they want to be doctors. They want to be <laughs> engineers. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's just about information. Where is the information going? I think, yeah, uh, maybe right now, some of the information is coming in through social media. But I'm wondering if it is actually reaching the target. Okay. So with this information, with this new information that I just had right now, how do you think we should structure information to high schools in this case and communities that may be marginalized or don't have enough resources? How do we structure 
tech information to reach them so they know that there's tech as a as an option of careers they can choose i would think the same way people just go to high schools and say you can be a doctor Mm-hmm, just yes. go to high schools and say you can be a computer scientist yeah. <laughs> you can be a data scientist yeah. i think that's like the the first key ones i think those are just not common i would not think for a day in high school that i would be a data scientist yeah because like i said it's not being preached often yeah perhaps in two words mrendeni i know there's your interview that's coming up or maybe at the release of this podcast they would have come out already but maybe two lines tell us what how you stumbled into tech <laughs> it was an interesting story you guys so i i had a tutor a mathematics tutor who was just really excited this one day because i had formed a good relationship with him in terms of like his math tutoring and stuff so he was just excited this one day he wanted to choose between doing honors probably honors or masters masters in data science or masters in mathematical science right and he's just like mm-hmm. going on about the advantages of each one of those and then he mentioned data science and started explaining about it and i'm like i like that it just <laughs> caught my attention so much i went home excited so i guess his excitement was contagious i was excited i went home i started researching data science i'm like this is me this is describing me and i now want to do this that's how i stumbled into data science and guess what it was in my third year mm-hmm. think about mm-hmm. that. yeah <laughs> yeah side note murindeni had a proper pivot yeah <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be fun. I love it. I I I I love it here. It's it sounds like it's going to be fun and 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 amazing. So, I guess just for How how did you start though? How did I start? I took a gap year. So, I think just like you, IT when I was in high school was not something that was spoken about and I'm a proper rural girl. Grew up in the rural areas. I matriculated there. And I think there is some people who came for like some career exhibition. And I remember they, no, actually I'm lying. I think there was a point where I was selected to go represent my school in Kruger National Park. There was some event that was happening. I was a very much of a troublesome kid when it comes to like classes, like as those kids who wanted to do oral classes during english and my i think my teacher hated me for it <laughs> somehow but like when it comes to having to represent my school i was one of those kids and i think we went to kruger and when we went to kruger national park i got curious on what was being represented to us there and when i came back home i wanted to know what i could potentially do i don't remember who mentioned nature conservation but someone did and that's what i wanted to do but also there was my biology teacher or rather life sciences because i started during the life sciences era yeah she was like yeah you're very good with your life sciences hello <laughs> you're very good with your life sciences i think medicine would actually make sense to you. So I think medicine was planted in my head as a thing that I would do. 
But fate has it. I moved to Pretoria. I wanted to enroll into something. So on the year that I finished my matriculation, I was not able to get into studying. But at the time when I was actually trying to apply for late applications, I was going through nature conservation. I was going through clinical technology, clinical engineering, because I think the reason why I wanted to choose this was I'd already established that I wouldn't be in a position to choose medicine because I was just like, it's not me. I would not be that person. But I think the plant in my head around the fact that I need to be in a medical space was still very strong. So I wanted to choose all those and all of them rejected me. So I involuntarily took a gap year. So it was not like by choice. And that year gave me a lot of reflecting basically because I ended up knowing exactly what I wanted to do through research, through just like going to to a store. And I think I tell the story all the time, the fact that going to ShopRite and seeing computers and the fact that it was constant and asking myself what happens behind the scenes of operating those machines. And I knew that then I wanted to be in IT. And I think that's how it then started. I applied and the second, the year after I was accepted to be in IT. So yeah, that's my story. I am thankful that I'm in it, but it's not something that I grew up wanting to do in general. I stumbled on it just like you. <laughs> so for me, I initially wanted to study accounting and in January, like I said, it was a mess and everything. And then I landed in tech. And to be honest, I hated the first few months of varsity. <laughs> I remember we're doing pseudocodes and algorithms. You know, even now, I still don't understand them. But after a few months, we're doing these programs, I think, in Python. And I just fell in love with bringing things into reality, mm-hmm. bringing things into life. I remember we're doing something like, okay, prompt the user to write their name or their ID. And I was like, oh, so this is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. That's how I fell in love with it. Yeah. And then I decided that, you know what? I think I love programming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that Hello World stage. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. For Python. Very interesting. (laughs) So, what language was the Hello World with? It was in Python, honestly. And also doing those programs for writing your allow the user to write their ID and then determine their age. That's how I love it. Or generating a calculator. That that stage (laughs) is very interesting, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so old because mine was in in Visual Basics. I don't know if you guys even know what Visual Basic is. I don't know it. I don't. (laughs) My 2000. (laughs) Gen Z. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my, my first one was actually with VB. Actually, this brings me to the question around expectation versus reality what was your expectations when you finally stumbled upon tech yeah (laughs) (laughs) I think I was expecting it to be really hard I think how I started learning it was like so simplified but I was expecting having it hard because I had friends who were doing computer science by then 
And in first year, they would come back crying because they got a zero, they did a practical test or some program in C++ and it was just dribbling them. <laughs> it was hard. Yeah, so I, I thought about data science in the line of computer science because of the programming part of it. So I'm like, Ooh, it is probably that. But my transition was not that bad. So my expectation was like, hey, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. But it was not like that. Mm-hmm. It was not as hard as I thought. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I just think generally, maybe from a varsity perspective, Tamolo can confirm. You're just like doing everything. you just getting all these different assignments that most of the time when you go into the workspace, the work is like Nothing. different and yeah. enjoyable. And yeah, it's way person. different. Yeah. <laughs> and for me, to be honest, I expected something more mathematical because I come from a mathematical background and people always told me that if you're good in maths, you're going to be good in this. You're going to just gel. Can't you know? That was a lie. And I really struggled during the first few months. And yes, Morindene, I got zeros as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got zeros, but hi, we made it. We made yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Zeros are a thing. Zeros are a thing. I will not go <laughs> deny whether I got them, but they are a thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling us something. Yeah, you're saying something, we, but you don't want to say We can read it. through the lines. I won't <laughs> confirm or deny anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, actually, it, I, wanted to, I wanted to bust that myth around, around mathematics. How much of mathematics is required in tech now in your early days in what you're doing. I think Murendeni doing data science might be different. I'm not really sure of that space, so I don't really know. But how much of mathematics, based on how it was preached to be a thing that you require because you are you're getting into the space? Yeah, I, I don't do as much maths, I must say. It, it's not the differentials. <laughs> but do you think it is still a requirement? I think it is. I think it is. There is some sort of calculation that you have to do with the data when creating new features and all of that. But it's not hectic. It's not differentials. It's not calculus, you understand? (laughs) It's not so for X. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think generally, I guess it's, you are taught to think in a certain way and logical in a way maybe we need to change the way we we present this to say, hey, the same kind of logical way of thinking that you were using when you were using mathematics, bring that in. Not to say that you because you are good in mathematics, you will be good. You have an advantage because you are already in that thinking space. Yeah. Now that we're actually talking about it, what was your background, your educational background before before you enrolled into IT? No, I was doing physics and maths in high school. So I just dived into IT right after. So I went to varsity right after high school. So I didn't really explore other careers and other courses. Yeah, and I did science and maths as well with geography. And then I stumbled into biological science and then found myself in data science. (laughs) 
<laughs> That shit is just big one. were you also But influenced yeah. by the people from high school, the people that came to high school and told you For all for about biology. GSE? Yes. No, not quite. I think biology was a choice I did in my second year, but the first year was just BSc general. I was still doing mathematics, calculus, biology, and yeah, and maths. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. In the second year, I decided, okay, I'm going to the easiest one, <laughs> biology. Biology was the easiest thing. <laughs> it was. yeah, yeah. Oh, this is great. We can call it a day for today and cut it from here. I think for a pilot and for a very first episode, this was good. Maybe we will keep this. And if you're listening at home, please give us a feedback on what you think of this. And we are also really open to, to ideas on, on, on how to actually, what to talk about as far as this is concerned. As I've mentioned, I have navigated my career for some time now. So I might have some answers to some very early career stuff. And if I don't have answers, I know people who know people. And I think also Morandeni and Lamulo are in their early days. So whatever they're experiencing is still fresh. And they might have answers and they might also have some things that they need to learn from you if you're listening at home. So just let us know what you think of this. And I think going forward, we are going to open into the community as well to have questions that are written in that we will be able to answer on a weekly basis. We are just starting off, but wait for this. It's coming. And Hopefully you will engage. Hopefully you will write the kind of questions you have. You will write the kind of comments we'll have and we will read them live. So every week we will have at least one question that is answered from the community because I really want this part of the segment to be very much community-based. So what are your parting shots, guys? I can't wait for everything. I can't wait for you guys to hear what we have to share. I can't wait for everyone to hear our experiences, our varsity challenges and our workplace challenges because, yeah, and the good things as well. It's not only challenges. Yes, yes. There are good things. You have to share the good things as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to engaging, man, with uh, a lot of people. I hope people do engage and give comments and we get to tackle all of that here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yes, that's yes. amazing. And from me, have a beautiful time wherever you are and wherever you're listening to this. If you are not subscribed to the podcast, wherever you listen to it, please make sure you subscribe. And if you think this information is valuable to you, let us know as well and follow us on Instagram. And yeah, let's engage, man. I want this to be very engaging because we have other parts, which is really just about sharing the stories, which is really important. And I really enjoy that. But I want this one to be very relaxed and have every member of the community engaged as well. I don't know, maybe at some point we will even invite other guests who would be like the fourth person to be here on some days. Let's see how that goes. Let's see how that goes. For now, goodbye.